You're listening to a podcast produced by Kayama Community Radio. Hello, Joe here. I've been thinking about self-esteem this week, especially in relation to our young ones. Do we talk about this enough with our children or our grandkiddies? What's the best way to approach our kids of any age with how they feel about themselves? Do we know what kinds of things our kids say to themselves? Is it more positive than negative? We hope it's mostly positive. Unfortunately, studies have shown that that's not always the case. Data from the Australian Government 2018 report on the mental health of children and adolescents showed one in seven young people aged between four and 17 has experienced a mental health issue in the past 12 months. That's 560,000 of our kids. One in seven children between the ages of four and 17 experienced a mental health condition in the past year. Half of all mental health issues emerged before the age of 14. That's young. They have lasting impact on the health and well-being of the individual and on the lives of those around them. Anxiety and depression are among the top three mental health issues our young people are dealing with. Early learning services and schools play a significant role in supporting children and young people with emotional and behavioural problems, and these environments are often where symptoms of mental health issues are first identified. And that was before COVID. In 2022, Mission Australia conducted a youth survey of 18,800 young people aged between 15 to 19 across the country. These young people said the top personal challenges they experienced in the past year were challenges relating to school, which included academic pressure, high workload, challenges with teachers or learning difficulties. So that was four in 10 that saw that as a challenge. These challenges exist in the context of COVID-19 disruption, uh, with almost three quarters, 73% of young people saying the pandemic has negatively impacted their education. That's up 10% from 2021, which was 62%. Close to three in 10 of young people spoke about mental health challenges, which included stress, anxiety, depression and low self-esteem. These mental health concerns were also reflected in responses to other questions around happiness, loneliness and general well-being. In these self-assessments, males scored higher than females across most well-being questions. Gender-diverse young people had the lower self-assessments of their well-being. Young people said what helped them with these personal challenges were their networks of family and friends, taking time to relax, having support available at school and accessing professional support. Many of their ideas about what could be done focused on better supports available at their school and being more open with their friends and family. Also, a recent study from Forge Wellbeing Australia using the Wheat Bix Feed Their Belief report, which was undertaken by Sanitarium, who are owned by the Seventh-day Adventist Church. Always good to know where you're getting your information from. This report is backed by APPA, the Australian Primary Principles Association. 
And it has revealed that declining self-esteem is the most significant mental well-being issue facing Australian kids. This report found a significant decline in self-esteem, optimism, competence and positive emotions between kindergarten and grade 12. Goes on to say, high school students averaged a lower rating in seven out of eight domains compared to primary school students, with only 50% of students in grade 12 feeling optimistic I wonder if this survey was conducted just before the HSC. Or compared to 70% of students in grade 7 and 91% of kids at kindergarten. Well, the kindies are starting off nice and happy, but what are we doing at school? Well, that's not good. And we here in this region have been tackling this issue over recent years. Our kids spend an average of 30 hours at school, so just as well someone is taking note of this and providing the help we need to do something about it. And there is a lot of help out there in Google land. For example, the Beyond Blue study in 2018 resulted in help for educators and families. There's the Beyond Blue BU website for educators. Uh, The site says... The BU program aims to transform Australia's approach to supporting children's and young people's mental health in early learning services and schools. Our vision, they say, is for all learning communities to be positive, inclusive and responsive. A place where every child, young person, educator and family is empowered to achieve their best possible mental health and well-being. This site gives educators the tools to help with that. And for families, Beyond Blue have a Healthy Families website, which shows parents and caregivers explicitly how to talk to kids about social skills, how to develop friendships, why emotions matter. For example, in the 1 to 5 age group, they talk about developing empathy and taking turns and how you can do this with your kids. There's info on all age groups, ages 6 to 12 and ages 13 plus. And there's also info on seeking support if you're worried about your child's mental health. There is some good news, though. The Mission Australia survey I mentioned earlier revealed many things to celebrate. Most young people were actively engaged in study and or work, have support networks to turn to, and are proud to be part of their community. And more good news, we have Lauren Thompson here in our midst, Lauren sees firsthand the need for tools to help our kids with their self-esteem and has done something about it. A writer, support teacher and mum from Kiama Downs, Lauren has recently published her first book, a picture book for children and adults alike, called There's a Bully in My Brain. You're listening to a podcast produced by Kiama Community Radio. Hello, Joe here. I'm here with Lauren. Lauren Thompson, who has just written a book, There's a Bully in My Brain. It's by Lauren and illustrated by Kayla Lee. Good morning. Good morning. Thank you so much for having me, Joe. <laughs> Thank you for coming. This is a beautiful book and it's a good message for children to have. What inspired you to create a picture book about bullying? Yes, well, I work as a support teacher and it was working with these children in the classroom and seeing so many of them suffering with such low self-esteem and these negative, repetitive thoughts about themselves. And it was just heartbreaking and that's what inspired me 
I was thinking, how can I help these children more? How can we, you know, overcome these negative thoughts of the mind and set them up for, you know, more positive and healthy self-esteem throughout their childhood? Great. What yeah. great inspiration. So what's the message, do you think, so, of, the, of the book? Yeah, the clear message in the book is that... You, you don't have to be a victim to the thoughts in your mind and if you're having these negative repetitive thoughts and I really wanted to empower children to know that they can actually um, take back that inner power and choose thoughts for themselves that are more uplifting and supportive and kind and in the book it outlines you know um, what a negative thought is and then what a positive thought is so children can easily identify with what that is and then work out what they need to do to help themselves feel better. It's really good, isn't it, because it makes it really clear that yeah. they're in charge, actually. Yes. You know, the little yeah. things that they yeah. say in their brain or that they yeah. hear in their brain, they can actually be in charge of that and they can say no to some of those thoughts and they can say yes to others. And that's an explicit thing that's done in this book, yes. which, is, which is lovely. What age group would this book best suit, do you think? Uh, originally, I had thought it was for um, younger primary school age children, but what I've found now with the messages I'm receiving and just how it's yeah been read throughout the community is that all age groups are benefiting from this story. So yeah. I'm getting so many messages, even from parents who are saying, I need this book. <laughs> you know, they're actually getting a bonus little boost why they've been reading it to their child and yeah. a really nice, helpful reminder for themselves also. And I've had year six students say to me, thank you, this has actually really helped me with my thinking and the way I'm feeling about myself. Isn't that good? And so that's just been so beautiful to hear and yeah. it's made me yeah, believe that there's no real limit to age group with this sort of story that anyone yeah. of any age at any stage could pick this book up and read it and possibly benefit from the message inside. Yes, and... The, um, the illustrations uh, go so beautifully with it. Have you had experience writing for children of this age group before? No, this is my first published book. Mm -hmm. I have had experience just working in the classroom with the children and writing uh, social scripts and stories mm -hmm. for some children and um, that... Because you're a teacher, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. a support teacher. Mm -hmm. So that's been the only writing experience that I have had. I've always enjoyed writing mm -hmm. and I've often used it as more of a creative outlet and a bit of a hobby. Mm -hmm. And... Uh, this working with them so um, closely was sort of got me over the edge of actually pushing myself out there to see if I could well, get something. Well, I'm glad something. you did. <laughs> Thank you. Because it's beautiful. Yeah. Um, so what kinds of things were you concerned about trying to make your, your message clear? What, what was going through your mind when you were trying to write? Read a tiny uh, little sure. bit of it because it's, it rhymes and you, yeah. you feel like actually singing it. <laughs> when, when I was yeah. reading it, yeah. it starts, There's a bully in my brain making life such a pain. It rattles around my mind, rude, obnoxious and unkind. And that's the first two sentences. Yes, yeah, so I was really hoping with the message of the story that it was set out in a way that was really clear for children to be able to understand mm -hmm. and um, be able to start a conversation 
about the quality of their inner dialogue. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it's inner dialogue and our self-talk is not something that is discussed very often. It isn't, is it? No. And yeah. I just, I was really hoping that it could uh, start these conversations with children. Well, I, yeah. I think it will. It's, and it's... empower them to, yeah, be able to... Uh, uplift themselves and know that they can choose words yeah it's an important message the illustrations are beautiful the Mm. the front of the book is has this gorgeous little girl with big eyes and little freckles over her nose and her cheeks and she's got this bully that looks like a crab uh, (laughs) on her head and she's got a little frown Um, but you know she goes on to be very happy throughout the book as well Um, so how did you co- collaborate with uh, Kayla, Kayla Lee, on the illustrations? Yes, so Little Steps, my publisher, put me in touch with a few illustrators and samples of their work, and I was really drawn to Kayla's work and her illustrations. And then uh, we started working together and collaborating some ideas for illustrations, and she was just such a beautiful person. We instantly just clicked, and she mm-hmm. felt like a friend. And we really, um, she really got the story as well. And I had, uh, with the story, drawn some images as well, mm-hmm. not to Kayla's perfection. <laughs> but mm-hmm. I had, like, when I wrote the story, I had such a clear vision of what I thought would sort of accompany the message. And I, um, Kayla was really happy for me to share those with her. Mm-hmm. And then through that, she sort of, yeah, crafted it and made it her own and really I feel like did such a beautiful job of portraying the message. I, I, yeah. They're gorgeous that you know the little girl uh, which is the main character in it is just you know she's just going to be someone that I imagine a little group of kids on the ground having this book read to them they're going to be able to relate to, to, relate to her yeah. and she's such a lovely little presence. You're listening to a podcast Produced by Kayama Community Radio. Hi, it's Joe here with Lauren, and we're talking about There's a Bully in My Brain, her beautiful picture book. What's been the reception of this book, Lauren? What great things have people said about it? Yeah, I've been so grateful to have such a wonderful reception of the book and I am just overjoyed. I've had over 200 letters now from students and also um, messages online from parents letting me know how much the book has touched them and the positive impact it's had on those children. And also uh, it's been mentioned on... um, uh, Channel 10 and oh, wow. yeah, Great. Kids Spot, Mamma Mia. Mm-hmm. Um, also, the parents' website did a wonderful review of the story. So it's been really, yeah. Um, well received. Well received, which is just more than I could have ever hoped for. <laughs> Isn't that great? Your, yeah. your first book as well. What yeah. reaction do you get from kids that read it or have it read to them? The reaction I get is they just love it and... Um, uh, you know, even working at the school, I've had so many children in the playground. Actually, there was a cute little boy the other day who came up to me and he had his arms out like in a Superman pose and ran past and said, I'm not letting my bully win today, Mrs. Thompson. <laughs> <laughs> and 
I just thought, oh, that is so awesome. How beautiful that little boy is just, you know, oh, being look, a kid, loving himself and just being in such a pure moment of joy. And what a pat yeah. on the back for you, you know, to have a kid yeah. respond like that. That's, that's and beautiful. And also even you six students who have come up to me and said, yeah, it's really helped with the way I'm thinking and the way I'm feeling and even... Um, yeah, I've read it, I've shared it at a few libraries now and the response from kids too has just been really touching. In fact, yeah. you said you've had a response from a parent, didn't you? Yes, yes. So even parents have said to me, you know, uh, this book has actually been for me. I've needed this message. And <laughs> I've also had a message from um, a 40-year-old male saying when he read the story, he actually uh, cried. It oh, brought him to tears. And so it made me think about how this message can resonate with so many people of all stages of life and, yeah, just uh, to help them with that in a dialogue. And, yeah. yeah. And I think you, you were telling me earlier that uh, the focus in schools with bullying is yes. on um, other kids bullying you, but, but this focus is different. Yes, yeah. What I've found working the schools and just with experience with my own three children is that there's a lot of um, focus on bullying prevention and this external bullying and what children can do to stop it or prevent it, but it sort of doesn't ever talk about that this uh, bullying can actually happen internally and I believe quite possibly that's where bullying maybe even start to you know head to the external bullying because if children aren't feeling good about themselves then they want to start to tear other people down but if we empower children to have healthy self-esteem and feel good about who they are and the unique qualities they have I believe they won't feel the need to want to bring anyone else yeah. down. Well, it, it sounds so true, what, yeah. what you're saying. And I think also the title, which is such a good title, There's a Bully in My Brain, mm. it matches the word bully with uh, the bullying that we hear yes. about what happens in um, you know, social media and uh, cyberbullying and bullying in the playground. It, it actually matches that word. So yeah. it's easy for kids to say, oh, Yes. I can be a bully too, can't I? Even yes. to myself. They all know what yeah. that type of bullying is and then it's made them think about, oh, actually, yes, am I saying these unkind things to myself like a bully would be saying, but mm. I'm saying it to myself internally? Yes, oh, my gosh, why am I saying this? And, you know, it makes them it's be great. able to explore. Um, this is your first book. Yes. How easy yeah. or hard <laughs> was the process yeah. in getting it published? Well, um, I guess I won't sugarcoat it. It, wasn't, it didn't just happen automatically. Um, so when you had the yeah, idea yes. and uh, you, what did you do? So you said, I've, written, I, I've written a book. Yes, and I was so excited and I thought, it's ready. I'm going to, you know, submit it to a publisher and it's going to be published and it's going to be amazing. And then what I found was when I Googled publishers yeah. and how um, submit to submit manuscripts to them. A lot of them won't accept your manuscript unless you have a book agent. So then I Googled book agents and then a lot of book agents won't take you on unless you have previous published work. And well, so then I was like, how does this work? How do I crack catch this industry, isn't it? So <laughs> then I just didn't give up. I kept researching and then I found that there were certain times of the year where their um, publishers would open their doors for new authors mm -hmm. and so I just submitted in the openings I could 
and I just kept going. I had a few rejections and mm -hmm. I just well, didn't give up. Normal. I used my own work on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I kept yeah. reading my own book. Yeah, yeah. And I also thought, you know, if JK Rowling had 12 rejections, I could handle yeah. like, a few myself. So it didn't deter me. And then I, um, yeah, uh, got contacted back from Little Steps who Little said Steps, they yeah. loved the message and uh, the book and were really excited to publish it with me. So, And you've got a, uh, a blurb here from Maggie Dent, who's uh, a parenting author. In this delightful picture book, author Lauren Thompson explores negative self-talk in an easy-to-understand way for children of all ages. In a special positive way, she helps her little character find that she is exactly how I am meant to be. This is such an important message for all our precious children. I yes. agree. Certainly yeah, I is. Was, um, so grateful to have you know uh, such an inspirational person like Maggie to mm. um, recommend and endorse the book like that, and um, see the value in the message that yeah. it shares. Have you got any any stories about the process of writing, illustrating or publishing that were, were funny or interesting in all of this? Um, well, I found the whole journey very interesting because it was just a whole new world to navigate. Yeah. I guess um, nothing hugely hilarious, but I guess the funny thing is that a lot of the publishers that I contacted with the story um, and a lot of them that wouldn't let me submit my manuscript are now actually contacting me and saying, <laughs> can you please send me your next manuscript? Oh, so wow. I think it's funny how the world works sometimes. Like, Isn't that yeah, good? That yeah. must make you feel good too. <laughs> yeah. So there will be another book. There will be another book. There's something in the works at the moment and collabora uh, collaborating again with Kayla, which is really exciting. Lovely, lovely. And, yeah, so hopefully sometime next year that will be out. Well, I can't yeah. wait. Thank you. How do yeah. people buy it? So it's available online through all book retailers, Booktopia. Um, it should just pop up in a Google search. There's lots of online uh, bookstores that are selling it and also in-store book at um, many bookshops and for the local people Kiowa Bookshop has mm -hmm. it there and also uh, Gainsborough Post Office you can uh, find copies there also Lovely. Oh, and through my website um, laurentompson.com uh, also okay are you on Facebook I'm on Facebook as um, author Lauren Thompson okay and Instagram as well well, I'm certainly going to share it and I'm going to buy your book because I want to read it to my little grandchild oh, <laughs> and to my Thank daughter you. sometimes too. And, well, I'll read it myself every now and again. <laughs> yes. Um, it's been lovely talking yeah. to you. Thank you very much for coming in. Thank you so much, Joe, for your time. This podcast was produced by Kiama Community Radio.